Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. A deadly shooting in a busy Durham Nightlife District. What police have told us and what we're still trying to learn. And we're hearing from churchgoers about how they are rebuilding after a Durham church caught on fire. And we're in the 50s and 60s right now for us out there. Relatively comfortable, but we only go up from here into this upcoming week. We'll talk about near record temperatures coming up. We are learning more tonight about a shooting that killed a woman in Durham. It happened on West Morgan Street just before 1 a.m. WRL's Carly Haynes spoke to people in that area who say it's unusually very busy during that time of night. Carly. Well, Julian, this was the area that police were focused on last night, right off of West Morgan Street here, and over that way, a ton of bars and restaurants. Now, we know that early this morning, just before 1 a.m., a woman was shot right here on this road. It was a very big scene with a large police presence. We've been going around this area asking people if they saw anything happen last night. Many people told us this is a very busy area. It's popular on weekends for the bar scene. They were surprised a deadly shooting happened so close by. Well, there's just tons of people all over um, getting food and everything, and then we saw all the lights blinking. I'm still kind of in shock that that actually happened and we weren't in it, like just a few minutes before. And Durham police have told us that they haven't arrested anybody just yet in this shooting incident. It is still under investigation. Julian. So many questions still out there. Carly Haynes reporting live for us tonight in Durham. Thank you. We have an update about the charges four women face in connection with the protests last Thursday that shut down the Durham freeway for hours. Police tell us three of them have since turned themselves in. Olivia Lynn, Janae Taylor and Leah Whitehead were released on a written promise to appear in court. At last report, Fatima Noor had not been taken into custody. All four face charges of impeding traffic, a misdemeanor. Thursday's protest demanding a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war started around 4 p.m. Thursday at CCB Plaza. But a short while later, part of that group started to block the highway. That's when Durham police called it an illegal protest. We're working to learn the name of the man shot and killed near Holly Springs Road and 1010 Road. This was breaking news late last night. Deputies tell us they responded to calls about shots fired and found a man dead when they arrived. Investigators used a drone during their investigation and also asked nearby businesses for any surveillance video as they search for a suspect. The Wake County Sheriff's Office is investigating a shooting that sent one man to the hospital. It happened shortly after 1130 in the morning. Deputies were called to assist Raleigh police with a report of a shooting on Pearl Road. Someone called Raleigh police nearby Mine Spring Drive, which is where they found the victim. The man's injuries are not life threatening. So far, there has been no arrest. 
The WRL breaking news tracker was on the scene of a shooting in Wade County overnight. Deputies say someone shot a man on Gamble Drive. Responders took him to the hospital. His injuries are not life threatening. Police are still searching for a suspect. The North Carolina Forest Service issued a burn ban in 14 western counties until further notice, all because of drought conditions. That includes Henderson County, where a large fire has been burning since yesterday morning. Forest Service officials say the Poplar Drive fire is 250 acres and 5% contained. It has destroyed two homes and an outbuilding. Evacuations of over 34 threatened structures, we're told. Firefighting efforts include a scout plane, helicopter, and workers establishing containment lines and protecting structure, structures. There have been no injuries. The cause is still under investigation. One person is in the hospital after a crash in Raleigh. The accident happened just about 5.30 this morning off a of Durley Road. Police say one vehicle overturned and colliding with another vehicle. Though no one person was taken to the hospital, police say their injuries are not serious. Members of a Durham church are trying to move forward after their church building caught on fire. This is at the Charity Christian Fellowship Church in McDougal Terrace, which has been in this community for more than three decades. WRL's Laura Levine explains how this is another setback the pastor plans to overcome. Durham fire crews are back on the scene of that church fire here in McDougal Terrace. Many people who live in this community or have been members of this church tell me it was a staple of the community. Debris, trash, burned up brick and wood sits in front of the church as people walk by in disbelief. We just decided to walk down here just to take pictures of it in the remembrance of the church. What was your reaction when you, when you saw it? I was shocked to see this here. I was going to church too. I've been here two minutes time. I'm going to miss everybody going to miss it. The church had just celebrated 32 years last month. It took up to 20 fire crews to put out the large flames. Firefighters got the fire under control within 50 minutes. You could see that they were tired. You could see that they were exhausted, you know, just from trying to get in a building. But they never gave up. The building has been temporarily closed since the pandemic, but services are virtual. They had plans to return in person next year. I caught up with Pastor Shalin Dunn by phone just as she had finished services on the heels of this news. I know that the members are hurting and I know all of that, but we, we, were, we just were not going to dwell on that today. We're going to dwell on worship. She described the impact the church has had on those here. Some of them said that church saved their lives and that was an encouragement to me. Some of them, we just had a new baby and the person that had it said, I won't be able to bring my baby to this church that I grew up in. With the feelings of this setback settling in, Pastor Dunn believes it's only preparation for a greater comeback. Church is material, the building and grounds. And I said, we cannot die over it and no need to get sick over it. We just need to recover and rise back up. We fall down, but we get up. The hope is that the church can rebuild. In the meantime, Durham Fire investigators are still working to determine the cause of the fire. Laura Levine, WREL News in Durham. I just love their faith. Well, Election Day is this Tuesday, and WREL is your place for the fastest results on air, web, and on your phone. We have you covered as voters in 22 counties, including Durham, Cumberland, and Wake County, head to the polls. Voters in Durham, Fayetteville, and Chapel Hill will pick a new mayor. 
Fuquay, Verena, Holly Springs and Wendell voters will have to decide if park improvement projects are worth a hike in taxes. Polls open at 630 in the morning and close at 730 p.m. Now, remember, you will need your valid voter ID, such as a driver's license, in order to cast your vote. All the details you need to know before heading to the polls can be found on NC Board of Election website. And tune in to WRL on Election Day as results pour in. By the way, today marks exactly one year until the 2024 presidential election. I can't believe we're that close. Well, this comes as a new poll from the New York Times shows President Biden losing to Donald Trump in five of the six swing states. Trump now leads in Nevada, Georgia, Arizona, Michigan and Pennsylvania. Biden only has a narrow lead in Wisconsin by a slim margin. The poll suggests this is more of an indication of Biden's weakness than Trump's strength. Voters say they are concerned about Biden's handling of the economy and also about his age. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken brought his diplomatic push on the Israel-Hamas war to the occupied West Bank and then to Iraq today. In Ramallah, he tried to assure Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas that the U.S. was intensifying efforts to ease the plight of Gaza's, Gaza civilians. And Blinken made clear that Palestinians must have a main say in whatever comes next for the territory after the conflict. Later today in Baghdad, Blinken held talks with Iraqi's prime minister and made an unannounced visit to U.S. troops, we're told. American forces in the region are facing a surge of attacks by Iranian allied militants in Iraq and elsewhere. Several road closures begin in Raleigh this weekend for I-440 and Blue Ridge Road Improvement Projects. Some closures will last about two weeks. Let's begin with the short ones first. Starting at 9 p.m. tomorrow, the ramp from Western Boulevard to I-440 West and the ramp from I-440 West to Melbourne Road will close. Two hours later, I-440 West closes from Western Boulevard to Walnut Street. Then I-440 West reopens Monday morning. It will be in a new alignment with new ramps from Western Boulevard to the Crossroads Shopping Center area. Overnight, the ramp from I-440 West to Hillsborough Street will close for about two weeks. Traffic from Wade Avenue to I-440 West will use a new ramp and reconnect the Hillsborough Street around November 15th. Drivers on I-440 West before Wade Avenue will be able to use a temporary exit to access Hillsborough Street again. And Hillsborough Street is set to close for two weeks in front of the fairground so crews can work on water lines ahead of a rail line shift. As always, be careful driving through those work zones and allow extra time for detours. Coming up, we still have a lot to talk about. We hear from a young Fanville star behind a viral TikTok video. That's the voice that you gotta hear. Plus, hundreds tuned turned out for the annual City of Oaks Marathon. A recap from today's race. Anthony. And Julian, certainly a beautiful weekend weather-wise. We do have some changes, though, to talk about. You notice all of that red here on the map. We have some big-time temperature changes in the form of warmer weather here. Who can get close to record territory? We'll break that down right after this break. Welcome back. Overcrowding is forcing thousands of Wake County families to move to new schools every year. It's partly the result of a population that is growing faster than the school system can build schools. But many families say they shouldn't have to move schools to make way for new development. 
Our WRL Education Insider spoke with school system officials about why these changes are happening and asked many of the questions families have. We found some solutions aren't cost effective, but officials are still willing to consider some compromises. You can read more about the latest reassignment plan in the education section at WRL.com. Runners flocked to Raleigh today for the annual City of Oaks Marathon. Crowds of participants bundled with warm hats and hoodies and gathered at the starting line at 7 a.m. Male runners between 18 and 34 who finished the race in three hours qualified for the Boston Marathon in the spring. Female runners aged 18 to 34 who finished in three hours and 30 minutes also qualified. Plenty of people decided to take a trip around the world without ever leaving the triangle. The International Festival at the State Fairgrounds represented more than 30 cultures. People enjoyed holiday shopping, food, desserts, and of course, those beautiful performances there. All right, check this out. A community theater in Fayetteville is going viral, garnering millions, yes, millions of views after posting a table read at, uh, for the Cape Fair Regional Theater's production of the Adams Family musical. voice I could hear that voice over and over again since it was posted on October 11th nearly 5 million viewers have watched 11 year old Graydon Colbert sing his heart out to the lyrics of what if it made me feel really good because I don't have TikTok so I've never my face hasn't been seen on TikTok at all so it made me feel really good now, Graydon is a sixth grade student at Freedom Christian Academy in Fayetteville. You can watch him and the rest of the Cape Fear Regional Theater's production of the Adams Family Musical through November 12th. They extended it just for you because of popular demand, and you'll hear more from him later tonight at 10 and 11. Anthony, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Is it too early? But that scene behind you, I just can't help it. It's beautiful. I love this shot. I don't think it's quite too early, Julian, but we're going to be talking 80s for temperatures this week, okay. so not really we feeling Christmas. like Christmas out there for us right now. And certainly most of this weekend, we've seen those temperatures well above where we should be for this time of year. Nonetheless, though, I had to bring us some of that holiday festivity, if you will. This is Fenton and Carrie. You can see, of course, the lights out there, the Christmas tree. We're going to be heading out over the next couple of days, probably in shorts and t-shirts skating if you're heading here to Fenton there. We're at 62 in Raleigh, currently 62 in Durham, 54 in Roxborough. Most of our southern areas checking in right now in the upper 50s and low 60s. So it is relatively comfortable. We head through the rest of this evening. No issues if you want to go for a walk or just go for a Sunday dinner. We're at 66 for our normal high temperature this time of year. That is where we are headed this week. So tomorrow will be very similar to what we saw today. We go into Tuesday, into Wednesday, Thursday. That's when we really start to see these warmer temperatures on the way. 81 there on Wednesday is the forecast. We're at 80 on Thursday and then into next weekend, just in time for Veterans Day. All the festivities here next weekend, it will be much cooler than what we're expecting this week. The record warm temperatures though, 80 degrees is the record specifically for RDU on Wednesday. I have us at 81 right now. 84 is the record in Fayetteville. The forecast is 82, but compared to yesterday, we continue to creep closer and closer to that record. So just keep that in mind here this week. One thing that we really are watching though closely here, we've been talking about some of the wildfires in the western parts of our state. We desperately need some rainfall. This is of course our latest drought monitor, severe drought back to the west right there. We've seen burn bans 
is in place. We've seen air quality alerts. It has not been a good story and that even in our direction, we're mostly under that abnormally dry to moderate drought criteria. We need the rainfall and it still looks like it's not going to come in here until probably Friday, Friday night, even at Saturday morning. It does not look like it's going to be a big soaker kind of a system. We need a lot of that rainfall to come down pretty heavy for a long period of time, and I just don't think that's going to be the case for us. There's a look at Futurecast, though. I'll start you off 7 o'clock early Thursday morning. So again, this is a look ahead into this upcoming week. Notice, by the way, all the snow up there in portions of New England up into Canada. They are definitely talking about a chilly air mass with that one. We continue to watch some cloud cover streaming in Thursday evening. There's 6 o'clock. This would be the system back to the west right there. And as it gets closer, you notice it kind of hovers there for a little bit and loses some of that moisture that was previously associated with it. There's just after 10 o'clock Friday evening. Some of that could be pushing on through and especially into Saturday morning. We'll watch that most of next weekend at this point as you're kind of planning maybe a little bit ahead. It looks pretty dry, but it does look like Friday night into Saturday. That would be that next batch of rainfall. There's nine o'clock. Some of the coastal areas still talking about that again. Very much needed rainfall, but at this point 40, maybe 50% chance of showers there Friday night into Saturday early Veterans Day as well. Other than that, we're at 74 tomorrow morning temperatures in the 50s the next couple of days, so it should feel a little bit better as you're headed out to work and school. 78 there on Tuesday for Election Day, 81 on Wednesday. Keep in mind again, that would be very close to the record of 80. Then we drop those temperatures there, join into next weekend back at 59 on Sunday. So that I think will feel a little bit more like the holidays, but still pretty warm the next few days. All right, I like that 80s. Come on back. I know I missed Let's stay it. a while. Yeah. I missed him as well. All right, thank you, Anthony. Casey's coming up, and the big question, can the Carolina Panthers ride that momentum from last week's first win, or will they take an L? We'll see here. It's great to uh, own that record. Yes, it was a historic win for Dave Dorn last night. He reflects when we come back. becomes the Wolfpack's career wins leader, passing the great Earl Edwards. Now, there was a time a few years ago where schools were trying to lure Dave Dorn away from NC State, but he and his family decided to stay. And when he met with the team, met with the staff, one of the things he said was, I'm here and I want to win the record. I want to be the winningest coach in NC State football history. And with last night's gritty 20-6 win over Miami, he becomes just that. 11 seasons, 135 games, and now 78 wins. While he may have set this goal for himself, he calls it an accomplishment for everybody who has ever been involved with the program. While Doran has plenty more, of course, to look forward to here, he did take a moment to reflect after the game, offering up what he would tell his younger self, which included leaning into faith, family, and the humility that comes with it. I've learned through failure and I've learned through success and I think you know as a head coach who's in that circle of trust with you really matters and uh, you know I can't say enough about having Ruff and McNeil here with me you know having Ruff along my side has been a pivotal point you know for me just to be able to sit in that chair in his office and sometimes laugh but oftentimes just you know talk about the day and it's a great to have a sounding board like that for any young coach out there. I would tell you to find somebody like that, you know, that can work with you and, and give you that mentorship. 
Well, during Carolina's two-game skid, the defense saw some shades of 2022. None more glaring than defending the tempo. So that was a point of emphasis last week when getting ready for Campbell. And the implementation of go-to calls well, kind of seemed to work. But the change in X's and O's was just one part of it. After last Sunday's loss to Georgia Tech, defensive coordinator Gene Chizik called a meeting with his unit. He gave a speech. He, got, of course, got after his guys. But it was also uplifting. Each of Chiswick's assistants on defense also spoke to the group, hammering home, of course, what needs to be fixed, but also reminding this group who they are. Captain Cedric Gray said it gave them momentum heading into yesterday's game. Just kind of talking about, you know, what happened um, from an emotional standpoint and, and, and different things like that and, and how we just got to keep going and, and keeping our heads up and telling us we have everything still in front of us, our goal still in front of us. So it was a very motivating type speech. Um, and I think that really kind of, you know, gave us some confidence and, and really settled us down as a defense, kind of preparing for the week. Well, it's hard to believe there's just three more weeks left in the regular season. Check out the log jam in the middle of the ACC standings. That include UNC, NC State, and Duke. All three and two in the conference. Florida State at 7-0 punched its ticket to the ACC title game yesterday with a win over Pitt. You always feel a sense of urgency. It, the dynamics a little different. You know, you get that taste. We all, you know, you want that again and again. That's what we all shoot for in this league. Well, whatever hunger they had been chewing up and spit out by the Colts, Indianapolis defense swarming in the first half. They're up 20 to 10 right now in the third quarter. We'll have highlights and reaction from Charlotte tonight on Sports Extra over on Fox 50, of course, following the 10 p.m. news. And then North Carolina FC playing for a USL League One title at Wake Med Soccer Park, taking on Charlotte Independence. This game was scoreless at the half. Pat Welter is there, Julian, and he'll have a recap coming up for us tonight as well. All right, we'll be listening for that. Hey, uh, about this Panthers game and the Colts game, I've been watching. It looks like Coach Wright is pretty fired up to beat his former team. Yeah, of course. Well, you're a big Colts fan, so, you know, I was just telling you, the defense looking pretty good, or, or is it the Panthers' offense maybe not, not looking so good? But, of course, you know, Wright wants to get one against his old team. Yeah, I can tell he wants this one. He's really fiery. <laughs> Typically, he didn't show that last year with the Colts. So. I don't see Great much here though. either. But. Yeah, he's really laid back, easy going. I like right. that. All right, thank you, Casey, and thank you for joining us tonight. Next on NBC Nightly News, that is next, and we will see you a little bit later. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.